Hello, my name is Claire and welcome to the Loud and Clear Accounting Podcast. This is the accountancy podcast where I answer accountancy-based questions. Now, in this first series, I'm focusing on the startup questions and at the moment focusing on those of you who have decided to trade through a limited company. So in previous episodes, we've gone through how to actually incorporate that limited company. So how to get it set up and the things you needed to have decided before you set it up, such as who the directors and who the shareholders are going to be. I've gone through the things that you need to do as soon as the company is set up. And in last week's episode, we went through whether you needed a separate business bank account. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be answering the question of what bookkeeping you need to do and what kind of records that you need to keep. Now, as always, before I start to answer that question, um, I need to do my two quick disclosures. So the first being I'm a UK-based accountant, so I'm going to be giving advice to UK-based businesses. And the second is that because I'm talking to myself, I'm going to have to generalise my advice a little bit. And there are times where I'm going to have to simplify things a little bit as well. So if you have sort of any sort of follow-up questions or you'd like any more sort of detail, what you can do is go on my website, which is loudandclearaccounting.co.uk. And from there, you can book in a paid session with myself and we can go through any of those sort of additional questions that maybe you've got. So that's a disclosure out of the way. So let's answer the question. You've got your limited company. What bookkeeping do you need to do? And what records do you need to keep? Now, if you've been self-employed previously, you're probably used to using sort of personal accounts, maybe having sort of your records kind of jumbled up a little bit. But when it actually comes to reporting to HMRC, only needing to report effectively two figures. So how much have you earned? How much did you spend? So the reporting's been easy, but the bookkeeping has probably been a little bit more difficult because you've been able to sort of merge a lot of business activity with your personal stuff. With a limited company, it's almost the other way around. Because you need to have that separate business bank account, like everything needs to be in the limited company name, everything in theory should be in one place or at least the bulk of it. There may always be a couple of things you paid for personally, but the bulk of all your bookkeeping should be going through that, you know, those limited company bank account or bank accounts if you've got a couple. So gathering the information should be relatively simple to do. But what you need to report to HMRC and Companies House is far more complicated. So rather than those two figures, income expenditure, HMRC will want a full profit and loss from you. So they want to know the diff- like you know, your income, sometimes maybe even different types of income, if you've got some sort of grants and things like that in there. They will want to know obviously all of the different expenditure categories. You need to put in your tax figure and they will also want a balance sheet from you. And so a balance sheet is a detail of the assets that your company has. So that's all the things it owns. Could be equipment, bank, what's in the bank accounts, what clients owed you money, and then also the liabilities. So who you owed money to. So that would be things like your supplier. It could even be yourself. It could be HMRC if you've got any other taxes during the year, corporation tax, and that kind of stuff. So it kind of flips. It so it should be slightly easier to do the bookkeeping, but more complicated reporting, whereas self-employed is often 
slightly more complicated bookkeeping, but simpler reporting. So do you need to use accounting software? Well, probably yes, but not necessarily. If your business is incredibly simple, so you're a freelancer, maybe you've got one or two clients that you invoice each month, and then a handful of regular direct debits, you may be okay with using an Excel spreadsheet, maybe even your bank account, um, especially if you've got one of the bank accounts like Starlin or Tide, where you can allocate a category to the expenditure as you go along, and then maybe a PDF for your invoicing. But that will create a little bit more work for your accountant or even yourself when you go to file your year-end accounts. If you use accounting software, the ones that I recommend are Zero and Free Agent, but there are a vast number of them out there. The advantage of using that accounting software is it will create that profit and loss and it will create that balance sheet for you. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean that the figures are correct, but it will create the reports. So that's a very long-winded way of saying you can use Excel. But accounted software for limited companies is definitely the easier option to do. Now, in terms of what records you need to keep, it's kind of a similar line to when you've been self-employed. So in an ideal world, you would keep a copy of every invoice, every receipt that you've got. And HMRC requests that you keep those for up to six years after the year end. So quite a long time. But there may be some expenses that you don't have to be quite as strict on whether you keep them or not. And that will be things like that are obviously business expenses. I always use things like your Adobe subscription or your accounting software or maybe Canva. You know, all the things that you would generally only have if you ran a business. And often with these, they will email you the invoice anyway. So you'll naturally have those in your inbox. Um, so in that instance, you may want to keep, you know, set up a folder in your inbox and just kind of forward those into there when, when they arrive. The ones that you will sort of definitely need to keep and can often, often be a little bit fiddlier to keep um, are those that could be personal. So that will be things like if you use Amazon, if you use eBay, if you buy things from Asda or John Lewis or B&Q, these things I really recommend keeping paperwork for. Again, with things like Amazon, it will be on your online account. You'll have the emails, so you may want to just keep them that way. If you're using accounting software, you may want to attach the record to the bank transaction or create an invoice. So you've got all of your bookkeeping in one place. At the end of the day, it could even be old fashioned and have a shoebox and you just put your paper receipts in there. That may be easier for your job if you do a lot of travel and you've got um, train tickets, you know, the occasional bit of food and drink, those kind of stuff. But I do recommend sort of keeping them. But with ones that are definitely business, you may sort of not want to be sort of quite as thorough. Anything that is important, it needs to be in a limited company name. So things like your insurances, things like sort of mobile phones, that kind of stuff. Keep hold of paperwork for that so you can always prove that that's been set up in the limited company name and you're not trying to sort of sneak in some sort of personal expenditure in there. 
So to recap, in terms of what bookkeeping you need to do, it should be a lot easier if you're if you've got your limited company bank account and everything goes through there. So you can use Excel, but I would recommend using accountancy software because I said the reports and the things that your accountant will need will be a little bit more sort of complex because of the additional sort of reports and accounting things that need to go to HMRC and Companies House. In terms of what records you need to keep, in an ideal world, you would keep everything. But if it's things that are emailed to you or things that are incredibly obvious going to be business, Maybe not quite as much, um, but definitely keep hold of anything that could be personal or anything that you will need to prove that will be in the limited company name. Now, obviously, if you become VAT registered, that changes things slightly, but that's uh, for another episode. So I hope that all makes sense and I will see you next week. (laughs) 